0: This Raver Replay podcast is being delivered by Eisen's Family Pizza. 103.9
1: WRBI Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville now presents Southeastern Indiana's top local sports show, Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza. Now, here's the Hall of Famer,
2: Ron Raver. And good evening and happy new year. I'm Bryce Kendrick, guest hosting for Hall of Famer Ron Raver. This is Coach's Corner on Country 103.9 WRBI. We'd like to thank a few of our sponsors, of course, Cecil Ison and the staff here at Ison's Family Pizza. Garrings Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, along with George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment. This is our Ripley County Basketball Tournament Preview Show. Six of the eight coaches in the tournament are with us throughout the next hour and 15 minutes or so. Milan coaches Carissa Voss and Randy Combs were unable to make it due to scheduling, but we are pleased to have on a bit later girls coaches Brian Helvey of Batesville and Matt McNew of South Ripley, followed by boys coaches Aaron Garrett of Batesville, Tyler Teasing of South Ripley, and Clint Bowman of Jackson Dell. But up first, a man who has coached in two Decades worth of Ripley County tournaments, and he's played in a few more. He is Jacksonville Lady Eagles coach Scott Smith. Coach, basketball aside, how was your Christmas and your New Year's?
3: Uh, very good, Bryce. Uh, you know, I had a great uh, uh, long weekend for, for Christmas with the family, and then we got a little basketball in between, and then got a nice long weekend for uh, family to go out and celebrate New Year. Christmas highlight was what? Hmm. Uh grandkids are always a highlight, uh, and we had a new one. Uh, uh, my son Trent's uh, son, Crew, was his first Christmas, yeah. so that was, uh, that was a big thrill.
2: How about that? And the best thing about grandkids is you get to give them back. You gotta to give them back.
3: That's right. <laughs> well,
2: as you get ready to coach now your 21st Ripley County Tournament, your Lady Eagle teams have won seven titles, including three straight and five of the last six. Your team's on a pretty good run right now. Uh, we've been pretty fortunate talk a little bit about uh, you know maybe a, a, a tournament or two that stood out to you one or one or two stand out any more than, than any other
3: well I tell you um, the very first year I coached uh, we won the county tourney. right and uh, that happened to be my daughter's senior year so uh, it well, was, was my, it was my first year coaching uh, at the varsity level. And uh, since it was my daughter's senior year, all her classmates, all her friends, uh, knew those those kids when uh, when they were little. So that was very satisfying, um, you know. Then uh, we kind of went. Uh, man, I think it was like maybe six seven years 2008 and was your next one 2008 uh and uh, and that was a that was a big one and then we kind of went on another like six or seven <laughs> year you know it seems like we were getting to the final game but uh you know we we just weren't finishing it out and then and then the last five six years it's like it's just been um really neat to see the different groups of kids uh coming in and and then that's one of our goals every year is, is to uh, have a chance to win Ripa County Championship. And uh, to see a, a different group of players every year trying to go for that same goal is really gratifying.
2: And uh, your last three tournaments, you've had two victories over South Ripley in the championship game, 55-43 last year. Uh, in 2019, it was a 52-49 win, and then uh, you got Batesville sandwiched in the middle there, 57-47. To, uh, to so, again, a really nice run, and you guys will be shooting for uh, your fourth straight uh, championship uh, this week. Um, you had a chance to play in this tournament back in the day. Back in, I mean, what was the tournament like back in the 1950s when you played?
3: <laughs> well, you know, in the in the uh, early 80s, uh, uh, gosh, that sounds really. You could just too. let that go. I couldn't could, you? I could I could, <laughs> but uh, you know, it it was always something special, and I think it was it was you know passed down from your your your, your uh, parents and you know maybe your older brothers and sisters. How big a deal? The Ripley County Attorney was right. And, uh, you know, back when I played, there was there were six teams, mm-hmm. uh, and so we had. I remember you played in the middle of the week, and then somebody would get a bye and and then you had a semifinal that you had to play to get to the Saturday night game, and uh, with teams like East Central and South Dearborn in it, it was uh, it was really really interesting, and uh, of course the draw really made a big deal then, right? Uh, but just the to walk into to Batesville High School. To a packed house mm-hmm. um, every night, every yeah. game. It was just amazing, and uh, you know, the, I think that's one of the sad things. The for the kids that played last year, uh, the, the lack of fans. That I'm hoping everyone comes out, right, boys and girls, this year mm-hmm. and really supports the athletes and and give that that same experience that right. I had. Now you brought up
2: something that I don't think maybe. A lot of folks maybe newer to the tournament realized that this was a six-team tournament at one time. The differences between then and now, I mean, uh, and you talked about how the draw was so important. I mean, then it was, okay, everybody's going to play too. But when you had that six-team format, somebody... Somebody you know, only
3: got only some, got one game. Yeah, you
2: know? and that was a big deal.
3: Yeah, especially back then, you know, when the, I think the limit when I played was 18, uh-huh. So you got sixteen games in a tournament. Okay. And so you what know, is it? It's twenty in two tournaments now. It's twenty in a tournament or twenty two total.
2: Okay. Gotcha. Uh,
3: so you can get twenty three and twenty four, but they all have to be tournament games now. Right. Um, and the funny thing was is uh, you know you talk to uh, you know uncles or brothers or 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 uh, dads and moms, you know who played earlier. Right. Um, you know, and they'll talk about when it was eight teams mm-hmm. in the Ripley County tournament and uh you know you can just imagine what that was like i mean everybody from um you know cross plains to new marion to to sunman to, and then the the schools that are in in play now and of course for Jacksonville and osgood and napoleon i mean just imagine right all those different teams how long that took
2: what was your biggest game as a player in, in the tournament you remember oh boy um don't I, tell me a fish story now, something that's, you know, that's gradually gotten bigger. <laughs> yeah, I remember when I put up forty eight.
3: Yeah, no, no. Um you know, I, I think that the most memorable one for me was um, uh we were uh we were sophomores and I believe we made it to the we yeah I think we made it to the final
0: mm-hmm.
3: uh but we we upset uh east central yeah and uh by by one or two points and we we had only won like four or five games that year, but somehow mm-hmm. figured out a way to do that and and that was really gratifying uh looking back at it now be- uh-huh. because those are the games that those are games that mean the most. Now, as a player, right, or as, as an ex-player, when uh, you know you aren't expected to to do anything, and then you know you come out, your team plays well, and you find a way to win, and and those are big games.
2: Now, we were talking about before we went on. We were talking about grandkids. Yes, and uh, you have been watching uh, your grandson play. As in, what what grade? Mm-hmm. Uh, the oldest is in the seventh. Is in the yeah. seventh grade, so he is not too far away from getting to experience something like that of himself. And I know you're not going to do this for the rest of your life, but you're going to have an opportunity as a fan pretty soon. Instead of uh, you know watching those Monday night junior high games, you're going to see uh, you're going to get hopefully uh, see your grandson get to play some prime time and some Ripley County basketball. That's has going to be
3: kind of a piece. That's it's it's been a lot of fun through the years of uh, you know watching watching i remember watching my uncle play because uh, he was about eight or nine years older than I. so i got to watch he and the Jacksonville teams play then and then playing with my teammates and uh and then going and watching my daughter play got a chance to watch my right. son play uh and so yeah that that kind of come full circle to watch your grandkids play
2: we're speaking with scott smith the girls basketball coach out of Jacksonville. coach let's talk about this year's team your club is 12 and three uh last coach's poll that came out before christmas the eagles were ranked fifth in class 1a currently they're ranked eighth in the uh, latest Sagrid, uh with only a month left in the regular season big picture Uh, To what degree has this team met your expectations uh, based on what you thought about this team before the season ever started?
3: Well, um, if you ask the kids, um, going into the summer, I, I had some high expectations, but, you know... You look at potential and then the ability of the kids to be able to to meet that potential. And the way we played this summer, and I I thought if we can do that and and get that vibe going and and the the work ethic again with with these kids, they're just going to keep getting better and better, I think. Uh, Because even though there's a lot of them are returning lettermen, the amount of playing time was was quite a bit different uh, from last year's team. So uh I have to say I'm not saying I'm surprised but I'm very happy with the way they developed uh our holiday tournament last week at at Triton Central. Mm-hmm. Uh you know the kids stepped up and played some really stiff competition and you know I think we averaged I think we had like 56, 62, and 51 in three games. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the, the highest average of all the teams in there. And uh, to play teams like Heritage Christian right. and big schools like Elkhart, that's just going to make school. us better. Yeah, yeah just going to make us better. And, and you know, we're like every team. We've, we've kind of suffered through a few kids getting injured, a few kids getting sick, so other kids have to step up. And, and really, when we started this, kind of experiment of playing nine kids regular minutes right you don't really know how it's going to gel and it's really gelled well the, mm-hmm. the the kids that are coming off the bench are, are are giving us good minutes we're getting gosh i think we're getting close to 19 points off our bench wow uh, 18 19 points off our bench and uh so that lets kids be fresh it, it lets us play the style of ball that i think this group needs to play well,
2: let's talk about that for just a minute because we've, we've addressed this a couple times and maybe for people that have not uh, heard us chat about it before. This is, not, this is not the same Jacksonville type of team that we've seen the last several years where you have a, a, a big workhorse or two inside, too, as was the case last year. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, this team is uh, much more built on speed. It is, and that was the, the thing that we decided that uh, going forth this year, we had to be able to change and we had to look at um, playing a deep rotation uh, but playing a deep rotation and not trying to speed the game up really, to me, wouldn't have solved anything. Right. Uh, we needed to, to speed everything up and convince the kids that when they're out there, maybe it's a three-minute stretch or a four-minute stretch, but they had to go so hard that they wanted that two- or three-minute break. Right. And uh, the kids have done a really good job of doing that. Uh, our seniors have done a great job of setting the pace for the younger kids, mm-hmm. and the younger kids mm-hmm. are, are – find large phone in line and and following up on what we need them to do. You,
2: you mentioned the Triton Central tournament the last time you guys played, and we talked and you you mentioned the three games. Uh, you opened with with a tough three point loss uh, to um, Heritage Christian fifty nine fifty six. What was the difference
3: in that game? Um, to me, it was very much like our loss to Waldron. Uh-huh. Uh, it, it's a one possession game going back and forth. We get to the early fourth quarter, and we have a two possession lead, and We're doing what we need to do, except we don't execute at the free throw line. Right. And it was the same thing at the Waldron game, the same thing with Heritage Christian. I think we missed uh, four free throws in the fourth quarter, and one of those, two of those were bonuses. Right. So those are lost points, and, you know, when you're playing a really good team, you want to limit their chances and limit their possessions. Right. And we didn't do that, and so you, you take those free throw misses, and then you throw in, A missed layup, or you throw in an unforced turnover, and now, you know, instead of being up, now you're down, and now you have to, you know, try to get back that possession, and we just didn't do a very good job. Um, And that's all right. I'd rather do that now and have the kids understand that and be ready to go sectional time.
2: Well, you flipped the script and turned a three point loss into a three point win against 4A Elkhart. How did that happen?
3: Uh, That was. Just the kids really gutted that out early in the game. uh, Elkhart, super quick, super athletic, and they threw multiple defenses at us. And, uh, you know, the kids responded. We got uh, a good lift off our bench in that game uh, from um, uh, Olivia Neal and uh, Emma Newhart early. And then the other kids kind of relaxed and got into the flow of the game. And, you know, uh, Reagan Hughes had a great game. Annabelle Williams had a great game. Um, that was the thing. Once we got the lead in the fourth quarter, then we were able to dictate the pace the last three right. four minutes. A
2: quick highlight uh, from the northeastern win a, a team that's uh, sub five hundred in two a. You you beat them by sixteen fifty one thirty
3: five. Yeah. Um, the The best I could say about that is you know a win's a win. Sometimes it, sometimes ugly wins, and when you get to a two day tournament, and that's your third third game, right. and. You know, you lose your first game, you're automatically in the other bracket. Right. Right. So no matter how well you play, you're, and the kids know that, Mm -hmm. and everybody knows that. So unless you're playing in that championship game, a lot of times a little fatigue sets in. um, You know, we went home and and went back at like 5 or 6 o'clock to play Mm -hmm. that game the next day, and it's getting close to New Year's. So, you know, you'll take the win. We Mm -hmm. didn't execute very well, but it is – Three games in 24 hours, so you right. take the win and just move on.
2: There you go. Well, you play uh, the Milan Lady Indians tomorrow night in Game Two of Round One. Uh, the girls' tourney will be held at your place at the Eagles Nest. Coach Carissa Voss's club is four and 11, but they've won two of their last four and seem to uh, seem to be playing some better ball in the month of December. What do you know about Milan? What concerns you?
3: Well, obviously, the first thing when you look at Milan is their length uh, and their bulk. Power. I mean that in a positive way. Inside, they right. got some really strong kids, um, and uh, I've got a chance to watch their last couple games, and they are doing a few things different than uh, than what we've seen in the past. They seem a little more confident handling the ball, mm-hmm. um, maybe a new offense or two. But to me, they all come down to you've got to keep uh, Audrey Schmidt, uh, the whole kid, and uh, I think the Schweppes kid. Mm-hmm. Both kids are all three kids, six foot or close to six foot. You have to be able to keep them off the glass, and that's going to be the big thing for us. If, if we let this get into a slow-paced, half-court game, we're going to be disadvantaged on the boards. Uh, we need to make sure that we're playing at our pace. and uh, So that's the, that's my main concern.
2: Health-wise, uh, for your team, maybe not as great a concern for you as maybe the the others who aren't quite as deep as we we're talking about. You play nine kids on a regular basis. How are you health-wise?
3: Good. Uh, we actually got some good news today. Uh, Reese Obendorf, who had been one of the uh, top contributors off the bench for us, uh-huh. uh, sprained an ankle pretty badly against Waldron, and so she is has not played. Uh, she got a practice last week to get her practices in and she got released from the doctor today so we'll we'll start seeing her tomorrow uh, in the game against Milan and uh, you know that's nice to have everybody back at full strength or semi-full strength uh, early before we get to the sectional, so they can get back into uh, playing shape.
2: Alright, Coach, thank you very much. Uh, we wish you all the best in this year's Ripley County Tournament. We'll have your game with the Indians tomorrow night around 7.30, following our coverage of South Ripley and Batesville in the opener. Good luck and thanks for joining us. Great. Thanks very much, Bryce. Appreciate it. Our pleasure. Scott Smith, head coach of the uh, Dell Eagles. After this short break, coaches Brian Helvey of Batesville and Matt McNew of South Ripley will be along to talk about their matchup tomorrow night at 6 o'clock. You're listening to Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Peeps Pizza
0: on WRBI Chocolate Caramel Lava Bun Cake Chocolate Caramel Lava Bun Cake Chocolate Caramel Lava Bun Cake Isen's Family Pizza has a new amazing chocolate caramel lava butt cake. you got to try one of our personal-sized chocolate butt cakes with warm caramel center topped with chopped pecans. Yummo! Stop in at Ison's Family Pizza downtown on George Street for Batesville, the best pizza, and for our awesome desserts. 812-933-0333 or Ison'sFamilyPizza.com.
1: When it comes to your prescriptions and medications, you want to be able to rely on someone you know and trust. And you can trust George's to fill your prescription right, deliver it to your door, and, most importantly, give you all the professional advice you need. For prescriptions you know and trust, George's Pharmacy. George's offers free delivery to Indiana, Ohio and Kentucky. Back to More Coaches Corner. Delivered by Ison's Family Pizza on 103.9 WRBI.
2: And welcome back to the Ripley County Basketball Tournament Preview Show. Thanks again to Jackson Girls Basketball Coach Scott Smith for joining me in the first segment of Coach's Corner here at Eisen's Family Pizza in Batesville. Our show is also brought to you in part by Great Plains Communications, Hurt and Elko, Margaret Mary Health, and Bruns Gutswiller. Jackson Dell and Milan's girls play tomorrow night in game number two. That will be preceded by Batesville and South Ripley during the 6 p.m. opener in Osgood. Joining me now are the two head coaches for that game, Lady Bulldogs Brian Helvey and the Lady Matt McNew. Coach, is good evening. Uh, Coach Helvey, how was your Christmas and your New Year's?
5: Good Christmas, good New Year's. So we're, you know, we're excited to get back started.
2: All right. Good to have you back. And uh, Coach McNew, how about your, your holiday break with uh, the two holidays
6: sandwiched in there? In between sickness for family, uh, everything ended up going well. So, sickness for family. Oh, yeah. Tell yeah, us yeah. more. Well, I just uh, stomach bug. Uh, luckily, my family stayed away from the rest of my family, and we hung <laughs> out at the house and did all right so
2: well that's good that's good um let's talk about um uh, brian let's uh, this is your third season coaching the lady bulldogs your team made the finals in your first year before eventually falling to Jacksonville by 10 but as a coach or even an ad as you've seen many tournaments from that perspective as well are there any girls or boys tournaments that stand out to you in particular Do you I don't know if any of them stood out
5: in particular. I know that, uh, you know, from a girls' basketball perspective, uh, you know, we're looking to get back to, to you know, to the to the tournament and, and having a shot to maybe win it at some point. You know, last time I think Batesville won, I think we won two or three years in a row, 20, 2015, 2014. Obviously, that's our goal. We want to get back to that. Uh, create, some, uh, create some memories for, for this group that we've got right now, I think is the most important thing.
2: No question about it. And uh, uh, Coach McNew, this is your uh, third-year coach in the Raiders, and your team made the finals last year, losing to, to Jack by 12. What are some of the more notable things you recall as your time with South Ripley and maybe also as your time as an assistant coach up the road, so to speak?
6: Well, um, you know, you look back at the, the years that Coach at Jacksonville, and uh, there's a lot of uh, heartbreaking uh final games and when you get into this tournament uh, honestly a coin flip could decide it more often than Mm -hmm. uh uh, the girls out there playing on the uh, floor um because it it seems like everybody brings their best game each year um i do enjoy this time of the year uh it kind of gives you a break from the day in day out uh competition and you get to play everyone in your your neighborhood and bring out the fans um it's it's amazing to me that uh how many fans stick around and start cheering for another, you know, neighboring team or something like that, just to uh, to build up the excitement? And, um, I enjoy it a lot. Right, and and, and
2: uh, Coach Smith had talked about this earlier, and I, I would like to hear from both of you about this. You know, while we are still dealing with COVID and. You know, it feels like there that there's another big wave out there. We are seeing uh, butts in the seats, and that is certainly nice, especially for a tournament as prestigious as this one, Coach it,
5: Helby. It is, and you know, I think that is very important uh, for these young ladies as, as we move forward and in, in the guy side. Right, you know, it's uh, you know when you get an opportunity to play in front of a full gym, uh, which the Ripley County tournament does does allow us to do that um you know it's a great experience for the girls great experience on the guys side and you know it's not something you get every night i mean at, at one time you know we could come to batesville high school on any night any night of the season and, and you'd have a pretty full crowd on the girls side and a, and, a, and a full gym on the boys side so now sometimes it takes special occasions like something like the Ripley county tournament to do that and and it's a it's an experience that uh obviously is is one that's very memorable mm-hmm. and uh you know even uh you know but Going to Jackson Dell. That's going to be a nice. We're going to have a nice crowd there. I know. I talked to Kate uh, Todd, their athletic director, mm-hmm. a little bit, and trying to figure out some seating. Expecting uh, some good, uh, some good attendance there. And I know we're going to have a great, uh, great, you know, attendance of at Baseball for the boys.
2: And and Coach McNew, you know, just looking through what what all of these kids have gone through, and you as coaches as well, uh, when you've had to play games, and there have been such huge. Restrictions regarding attendance. It almost
6: feels like everybody's got cheated a little bit, doesn't it? Absolutely, uh, and very strange for a coach as as well as the players. Uh, timeouts, you whisper. Yeah, you've you learned that <laughs> the seven people in the stands can hear everything you're saying as long, as well as the officials. So yeah. you know you learned. But I, I I give credit to all the girls that played last year and the ones that are returning this year. Uh-huh. Uh, they did a, a marvelous job of adjusting to the way things were. Uh, it has been nice to have um, bigger crowds this year. Right. They're allowed to be there. Um, more parents, more grandparents were uh, are now able to come in and watch instead of um, live stream all the time, which, you know, that saved a lot of our um, games and and things last year was everyone live streaming the games for us. Right. Um, you know, I'm, I have one sister who lives in Iowa. She can watch the games from Iowa, you know, mm-hmm. And you know she's a graduate from Jacksonville, this is, and her husband is as well and this is a big time of the year for them as sure you know, to watch these games they so grew up with this that's exactly right so yeah. they know what's going on and then they can do it but the girls themselves have done a great job um, I was a little worried this year how going back to somewhat normal crowds but uh, the girls have have done an excellent job dealing with it as well and I know tomorrow or well tomorrow for us but this week it's going to be even bigger uh jacksonville's a smaller gym uh the crowd will be you know shoulder to shoulder probably and loud so the girls are going to have to learn uh to deal with that we we kind of ran into it in the regional last year because it was opened up a little more in the regional and the, the girls learned real quick that it's hard to hear
2: yeah well you had mentioned that uh and, and I laughed when he said it because um, it, it still happens even and even in some gyms where you have people but um as a broadcaster when it is like deathly silent then then you have to go into the gym dance uh you yeah. know the golf she's <laughs> at the free yeah. line shooting too this is the uh... Shot us up. It's good. Yeah. And, and then you might hear a, a <laughs> smattering of applause, and that's it. But it, it's, I mean, it's it was—it's weird. It's it really very really weird. <laughs> well, um, South Ripley uh, was the last team to knock off Jackson Dell. The Eagles have won their last straight. Uh, South Ripley won back in 2018. Batesville picked up the coach Elvey. You were talking about this three straight championships in 13, 14, and 15. And uh, Coach Elvey, I know both of you guys would, would love to be back in, the, back in that, that final game for another shot at a Ripley County title.
5: That's our goal. Uh, you know, it's been our goal, for, you know, since the start of the summer. Uh, county tournament is one thing that we feel like is is achievable, we're, but we're going to have to play well. I mean, you know, Tuesday and tomorrow night going to be a big night. Uh, we know, you know, we went to South Ripley earlier in the year and, and wasn't able to get the job done. So, so you know, we know we got our hands full. So we've practiced hard. We've had some good practices leading in into to tomorrow night. And hopefully,
2: um, you know, if we play well, then we got a good shot. Um. Not, we're not going to do any questions that that lead you into giving away anything. What you're going to do uh, against each other tomorrow night? But as you reflect back on that game that you played the first time, what was probably the the one thing that that hurt you the most? You think in the in the, in the loss to the Raiders? Uh,
5: that that loss and a couple others, we've had a hard time putting the ball in the basket. Yeah, and and those are the kind of things that, you know, it's sometimes it just it. It's easier than other times. I give you know South Ripley that at their place a lot of credit. They, uh, you know, the, their zone gave us a lot of troubles, mm-hmm. and uh, you know we didn't shoot the ball very well. Uh, we've had a couple games since where we kind of had the same problems. Yeah. So, you know, we're we we are trying and trying and trying to get better at, at uh, on the offensive end, and and I think that we're we're making strides. We have a little setback at uh, the Waldron Holiday Tournament, which yeah. was a little frustrating, but. You know, then we turned right around against a pretty good Blackford team and and put 44 points up on so, so we can do it. Uh, but I think uh, I think it's going to take a little extra effort, and uh, we're going to have to. You know, get some good looks and and take advantage of them.
2: Uh, since you since you talked about that tournament, I'm going to go ahead and and stay with you here for just a minute so we can talk a little bit more about that. Uh, I've seen Waldron play this year. Um, they've got a really good defense. How much how much of that was their defense that held you back, and how much was it uh, just another night where you you struggle putting the ball in the hoop? You
5: know, I, I Waldron's a fine team, mm-hmm. good team. I, I I went in though, and, and as a coaching staff, we went in, and you know, I I thought we had every every chance that we could have could have maybe upset them um but we just uh we just had a hard time being aggressive to the basket and you know we just didn't have when we did get good looks they didn't go in but we didn't get second chances and that was probably the after watching the film you know going through that and uh you know scoring the number of points that we did um you think man did we ever get a shot off but it wasn't it wasn't so much of that right but, but when we did get shots we didn't get second chances or third chances. And, you know, it was one and done and that to the other end, and, and they were converting at the other end a little greater, obviously a little greater right. than what we were at our end. So I think it was more...
2: It was more things that we could have controlled that we didn't do a very good job controlling. Well, you, you certainly had more opportunities in the Blackford game. And just unfortunately, they uh, they also put up a bunch of points in that one, and uh, that team can score the ball.
5: They shot the ball really, really <laughs> well. So um, you know, I a lot of that again comes back to what can we control and and what we didn't control, but but they did. They shot the ball really well from what some contested shots that they were able to put in and. You know, but you know, we kept pace with them for a little while. But again, good team, just really good experience though. Getting there and playing a couple teams that you know we we're not going to have on our schedule on a regular basis. So right. it was it was a good experience, and uh, I think maybe the girls uh, we're going to grow from that and we're going to get better. Did you feel more encouraged after the Blackford game? Sure did. Yeah. Sure did. I you know and you know because we you know there were some times there in the uh, in the Waldron game. That, you know there were some challenges. You right. know mentally. You know they you know had to be got to get a little tougher mentally you know we can't uh we can't just give in sometimes and i thought i thought we did a little bit in that waldron game but um you know an hour two hours later we kind of turned the page and i was much happier with their with the output against blackford
2: speaking with brian helvey head coach of the batesville bulldogs and now back again with matt McNew, head coach of south ripley and coach uh, when when you met up with batesville the first time we had that game uh a difficult offensive night all the way around and and uh uh I don't know what you say to your kids after something like that it's is it just one of those things you know you turn the page and move on or, or was there something that you pulled out of that that uh, from a from a teaching standpoint
6: yeah the first thing you say is some wins are ugly and right. you know that's that's what that was uh, neither team shot well um, you'd like to go in and and congratulate your girls on playing the best defense that they've played but that's not always you know truly what it was um, mm-hmm. I think just both teams had tough night shooting, and uh, I do believe tomorrow night's a totally different game. Um, each team's going to be prepared a different way than they were that that mm-hmm. game. Um, I'm sure coaches watch the film as bad as it makes you want to poke your eyes out. You <laughs> watch it again to kind of see where you can fix things or what, what you can do <laughs> differently. Um, so I, I do believe tomorrow night, I'm not going to say that either team's going to shoot better, but we've had that struggle um, this season as well. So – you know, we I tell the girls it's a win. You move on to the next game, and you fix what you – you had issues with you know, in that game, and right. you try to get better each night. Right.
2: Well, your, your Raiders are currently 9-8. and eight. Uh, You played at the Edinburgh Tournament over the break and ended up in fifth place. You opened with a 31-28 loss to Shelbyville, another Southwestern Shelby, another low-scoring game. Then you beat Hagerstown in the Constellation game, 48-32, and then uh, you topped a struggling Knightstown team, 50-13 in the championship. Go back to that uh, Southwestern Shelby game, and you're rolling your eyes and shaking your head. It is, is
6: how, how did it play out? That's the exact same uh, issue that we just talked about with the baseball yeah. uh, Batesville game. Uh, when you don't shoot well. It's, it's so much
2: play. easier, guys, yeah, isn't when it? Score. When the ball goes yeah, through, that's, that's
6: exactly right. You know, and I keep trying to tell them that. No, but, you know, if you look at that game, we held Southwestern Shelby to six points in the second half mm-hmm. and still didn't win. Yeah. We went three for 34 from the three-point line. Oh, my. You know, um, and they did they did their job. They, you want to talk about a disciplined team. Yeah. They stood in a 2-3 inside that lane and dared us to shoot, and by golly, we shot. Yeah. And, you know, we and, didn't. And we, with, without much success. That, that's exactly right. Um, so, <laughs> uh, we changed some things up. We tried different things. But, uh, you know, you got to have a short memory. They turn around in the next game, and, you know, they do their thing. And, right. You know. You don't want to finish fifth, but you also don't want to finish sixth, and right. so you go into you know the following day and play that game as hard as you would if it was a championship game.
2: Yeah, well as Coach Elvy had talked about, you know, he he there were there's some highlights there in the Blackford game, even though it didn't come out with a win. You did come back and, and get uh, uh, the Tigers of Hagerstown. I need to say Hagerstown because it's not Hagerstown; it's Hagerstown, forty eight thirty two, and Hagerstown's not a bad team. So,
6: no, they you know, actually they're they're they kinda shocked me. Uh-huh. Uh we kinda went on a early run and I thought, well, we have this game, you know, locked up, but they have a a very um sizable team, right. I would say and right. uh, we had issues stopping their play inside guess right. and they came back and you know, I think I called a timeout at some point in time in there and I just told the girls you can either sit here and roll around in the mud or you can take off with it. And, right. and you know, Gracie at that point Gracie Gunner stepped up and kinda took over the game and it relaxed uh Emily Flood and she started scoring as well Mm -hmm. Um, so you know it was kind of a team thing one of them decided to do it and then everyone else followed Uh, but Hager's Hagerstown is that correct? Hagerstown, yeah. Hagerstown, they are not a bad team. Uh, so I was pleased
2: with that win. Yeah, back in back in my early days at another job, I went up there and I said Hagerstown, and I almost <laughs> didn't make it out of town. Yeah, yeah so they're, they're I, very I, particular I, about Hagerstown and Hagerstown. It is Hagerstown. Uh, final game, um, you took on Knightstown, and, and that team has, has really struggled uh, this season. Fifty, to thirty, I'm I'm a thirteen. The final score. I'm assuming that was kind
6: of a roster game for you guys. Yes, yeah, yeah. we uh actually that was. The good there's good in all those, and the good part is, you know, we've struggled with Rachel uh, all year, getting her in, you mm-hmm. know, with all her issues, and uh, she's getting back. She's stronger. I'd say she's probably pushing the seventy percent mark right now. And that game was a huge breakout game for her. She played about half the game mm-hmm. and ended up with seventeen points in that game. Uh, obviously, she overpowered them, height and size wise. But she did her job, and and, and yeah. you know we we are struggling to hit. She started hitting baskets, and again, right? One person starts hitting them, then everybody else is like, oh yeah, so I can hit them. Right. So you know, the rest of the team followed in. Gets to be a bit contagious. Yes. Unfortunately, so, the other way is also true. Yeah. yeah. So it was a very good game <laughs> for Rachel to have. Yeah. Uh,
2: so I was pleased to see that. Uh, well, that that leads me into my my next question. It's something that really uh, both of you, in in somewhat of a different way, uh, have dealt with. You've dealt with adversity uh, regarding with uh, this season, missing some key players. And and uh, Matt, I'll go ahead and stick with you since we've already started this conversation. You know, in, in Coach Helvey's case, uh, if you're a Batesville guard, it's been it's been a problem. Yeah. If your last name is Meyer yeah. and you're on a South Ripley team, it's been a problem. Uh, Talk about uh, uh, the health of of the two Meyer girls and and the team in general right now as you head into the Ripley County tournament.
6: Yeah, sure. Um, Actually, we kind of joked around about it today at practice. Uh, I said, we're going to get everybody together and take a picture at practice. And they were like, why? I go, well, this is the first time since October that we've had our entire team on the floor for practice plus the three coaches. At some point throughout the year, somebody was out one or two at the same time all the time you know yeah. so it's only january 3rd so it's a good time to you know finally have your whole team back together but right. um sarah started back this week um sarah meyer that right. is and uh she looks better she feels better um she, uh, just looks like a different kid to me right. i've coached her for um, the past two years and prior to that in a junior high level and this is the best i've seen her actually look health-wise since i started coaching and uh like i said rachel's back rachel's about 70 percent, i would say Uh, rachel pushes herself though um even at 70 percent right so it's been nice practices have been a little different because now everybody's there uh there's a little more competition It pushes each other a little more um as of right now knock on wood you know today's practice i had everyone there everyone was healthy and everyone's ready to roll that's good, Coach Helvey. Uh, you were dealt a blow before
2: the season ever started, missing a, a key component in your backcourt, and then you then you get dealt another blow in the middle part of the season. It's been it's been tough sledding for the backcourt for the Lady Bulldogs.
5: It it has, and we you know we we, we lost another one for a short period of time. Uh, actually, a couple girls now uh, again just this past week. So Goodness. it's not getting any better. Uh, congratulations to Coach McNew for, for having everybody. Uh, <laughs> you know, at 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 this point, uh, you know, and it, it is tough, and you know, and it's it's tough. On the girls you know when you're when you're working a little shorthanded but but there again it's opportunity for some others to step up and and uh you know see give them a little bit more opportunity a little bit more playing time um so we'll just kind of see how things go but uh but yeah it's it's been a little challenging at times but we're we're getting through it and the girls have had good attitudes uh moving forward i think we had a nice practice today and and
2: hopefully that uh, rolls into the rest of the week very good. Before I let you guys go, just uh, something that just popped in the top of my head. I was talking with uh, Coach Smith earlier and about how this team, how this tournament used to be a six-team tournament. And then way back in the day, it was an eighteen team tournament. About the you know when Coach Garrett, who's standing over there, when he was still in his thirties, you know, back in the nineteen fifties. Um, but do you see this tournament changing in any way, shape, or form over the next several years, or is this pretty well? What we're going to see going forward, this this four team matchup, strictly a Ripley County tournament with with the four schools that are currently in.
5: I think right now, and, and you know, the, obviously, there's there's always room for change, but I, I think right now it's 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 a good tournament, good four team tournament. Um, you know, I I think the schools involved are happy with with where we're at, so I don't anticipate any kind of change. But boy, as soon as you say something like
2: that, yep. then uh, <laughs> somebody's got
5: somebody's got an idea, and here we go. So and the I yeah. just
2: I just opened up your email. Yeah, thanks a lot. <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah. you're welcome. Uh, Coach McNew, as, as uh, we've we've looked at the the tournaments in the past and 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 looking ahead, you know, one thing about this particular tournament that I always liked, and and I was involved for several years uh, doing the Rivertown, which started back in 2000. And one thing that I didn't like about the tournament that I actually lobbied hard to change, and eventually it happened, is that you have the girls' consolation and championship on the same night, and you have the boys' consolation and championship on the same night. They had it where it was the consolation games were on one night. It was, you know, an empty gym. The big highlight of the night was the, the cheer competition. That got more, more, more of a, right. a deal than anything else. But to have all four schools in the same gym on the same night, I think is the way to go.
6: Absolutely. I, I agree with that. Uh, I know there's been uh, talk over the years on changing something like that. Uh, I like the way it's set up, again, for the exact reason that you said. Uh, if you have all consolation games on the same night, you have a, a pretty empty gym yeah um doing it the way we do it um like i said earlier there's teams they're cheering on right. other schools you'll see whoever's in the championship teams will stay from the consolation game right and you know who they pick is beyond me why they pick who they do but you know you'll have groups cheering for other groups and i i, I think that's great um i'm sure there's other coaches that are in this that would rather not do it this way but uh for me, I think this is the best way to do it. Oh, I've I've always been a proponent of it, and I
2: love that that the Ripley County tournament does it this way, but guys. Before I let you go, Coach Helvey, I, as as athletic director of Batesville, and you will be hosting this on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. A big thing about this tournament is the Hall of Fame inductions, and absolutely, and, and that is that is that is a treat for everybody.
5: It is, and I it's it's a great addition. You know, it, it talks. You know, we got the present with the players on the floor there, mm-hmm. and then uh, one of the things I I really like the most is when when all the players. Are out there and, and standing and and when uh, representatives from their school are, are honored, they you know they're standing up, they're they're cheering for those guys. They don't know who they are or the or the women, right. you know, they don't know who they are, but they just know that they're from Batesville, they're from South Ripley, right. Jackson Dell, whatever it might be or whatever right. whatever affiliation. Um, So it's great to see. Uh, It always brings out a few extra people, and I hope it does so again this year, uh, just to kind of celebrate the history of Ripley County basketball.
2: All right. Well, we wish both of you the best uh, of luck and uh, certainly uh, better health in the uh, last uh, month or so of your season. And as uh, you prepare for the Ripley County tournament, we'll have your game tomorrow night in Osgoode, beginning with our pregame show coverage around 545. Uh, Thanks for joining us, guys. Thank you very much. Coach Brian Helvey and Coach Matt McNew of Batesville and South Ripley, respectively. We're going to take another commercial break. When we come back, I'll be speaking with Aaron Garrett and Tyler Teasing, the head coaches of the boys for Batesville and South Ripley, respectively. You're listening to Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza on 103.9 WRBI. Chocolate Caramel Lava Bunk. Cake.
0: Chocolate Caramel Lava Buncake. Cake. Chocolate Caramel Lava Bunk. Cake. Isen's Family Pizza has a new amazing chocolate caramel lava butt cake. you got to try one of our personal-sized chocolate butt cakes with warm caramel center topped with chopped pecans. Yum-o! Stop in at Ison's Family Pizza downtown on George Street for for the best pizza, and for our awesome desserts. 812-933-0333 or EisensFamilyPizza.com. Hurt and Elko, your local Lennox dealer, is turning 50. Hi, this is Scott Lamping. Hurt and Elko is a team-oriented company. I want to thank our entire team, past and present, for making Hurt and Elko the leading provider of electrical, plumbing, heating, and cooling in southeastern Indiana. And to all of our customers from the last century, on behalf of all of us here at Hurt and Elko, we appreciate the faith you put in us, and we'll never take it for granted. Hurt and Elko, your local Linux dealer, celebrating 50 years of excellence.
4: This holiday season, believe in the magic of connection with high-speed internet and free gifts from Great Plains Communications. New internet customers receive one month free and a $100 gift card of their choice. Existing internet customers receive a $50 gift card of their choice when they upgrade their speed. Contact us today at 866-382-4968 or GP com.com com slash connect 21 speed and service availability may vary by location other restrictions may apply offer valid through january 7th 2022
1: coaches corner delivered by Ison's family pizza continues from 103.9 nine
2: W R B I. Welcome back to the Ripley County Basketball Tournament Preview Show. Thanks again to girls basketball coaches Brian Helvey of Batesville and Matt McNew of South Ripley for joining me in that last segment. You're listening to Coach's Corner from Eisen's Family Pizza in Batesville. Our show is also brought to you in part by Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick along with George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment. Time now to get into the boys' portion of our preview show, and we open with the two coaches who will square off at 6 p.m. Wednesday night with their respective clubs, Aaron Garrett of Batesville and Tyler Teasing of South Ripley. Good evening, coaches. Coach Garrett, how was your Christmas and New Year's?
7: Outstanding. Busy with basketball. I think we played a combined three or four games there during the break, but got could be with my family at home and also my family on a basketball court, so it was good. And uh, the the
2: uh, the deal with the family, how did, how did that go? Any any special Christmas uh, things in the Garrett
7: household? We're awfully blessed. So got to, got to spend Christmas with more loved ones this year after last year. Oh, that's great. So that was, that was the biggest bonus.
8: Coach Teasing, what about you? Uh, everything went well. Um, like Coach Garrett said, you know, time with – our families and also our basketball families. Um I do have a, a newborn. Yeah. So that was that was neat. Um, you know, having a three and five year old is actually pretty special during Christmas time because yeah. it's uh they they still have that Christmas spirit. Yes. Um it was funny my five year old, you know, not try to tell you just a little quick no, story. No, I would love to hear it. He uh you know we got that Santa tracker, you yeah. know, that they have and <laughs> I, I think he was somewhere in uh I think it's South America and I'm trying to show him on a map like, hey this is this is where Santa's at, we're way up here and he's right. We gotta go to bed, like all of us. <laughs> and he's trying to tell me to go to bed. I was like, "Wait a minute! When, when did I get a a, a bedtime here?" But uh, it, it was pretty special, especially you know them waking up, well, especially my, my oldest, my my five year old Weston, um, you know waking up early in the morning. And he's hitting me, going, "Hey, I'm kind of scared to go in the dark. Can you take? Can you come out with me and see if Santa came?" <laughs> Usually, I always say go back to bed, but you know since it's Christmas time, we uh, we walked out there, and sure enough. Santa and his reindeer showed up, so it, it was pretty special.
2: That's good, Coach Garrett. How many? How many very very early mornings did you have uh, with your kids? Like, you know, don't want you to get up yet. Let's let's just push this off for another couple hours. We're
7: pretty blessed. They're not bad. They're yeah. Not bad. The trick is get <laughs> make that day before a long day.
2: There you go. Yeah, wear them so out.
7: Can't complain there.
2: Either of you two done the elf on the shelf thing? Of course. Yes.
7: We are big
8: about it. All yes. right.
2: Very good. Well, that, that I I never knew about that actually until like many many years later. So. I didn't get the chance to experience that. Well, let's uh, let's talk about uh, some basketball now, uh, Coach Garrett. Your 14th season coaching the Bulldogs. Uh, Batesville has dominated the tournament. Just going back for the last 20 years, the Bay Bulldogs have won 15 times. And your prior 13 appearances, uh, your team has taken home 10 championships. So what is a tournament or two? Not asking you about your favorite team or anything like that, but just maybe a tournament or two that stood out that might have been a little bit a little bit more special than than some of the others.
7: Yeah, and, and it's it's very special because it's the longest-lasting Hall tournament in the state.
0: Mm-hmm.
7: and Obviously, that county pride. So the, it's one of our, our goals. And I've got one. I know the year Brian Hoeing got hurt. Went through a lot of turmoil. Um, much like this year, the teams were all really good. Mm-hmm. And, and we got two really gutsy wins where, where different guys had to step up. I've been blessed with a lot of them, right? And they've Mm -hmm. they've all been special, Mm -hmm. and we never take that for granted. But that one really stands out in terms of a group of guys just really coming together and having to be at South Ripley. So it was just it was a a fun to be a part of, and, and those guys really overcame a lot with that big piece missing. No question. And uh, Tyler, this is your fourth year coaching the Raiders,
2: but not only did your team make the finals for the first time under your tenure last year, you guys took the trophy back to first sales. That was a special feeling.
8: Yeah, it really was. Um, you know, I, I've I've grown up in Ripley County. Uh, obviously, I went to a school at, in a different county, so I, right. I never really got to experience what it was like. Um, and I don't think I really got the true buzz until mm-hmm. you actually do win one because, I mean, I tell you what, the, the of for sales really – Put you on a pedestal, mm-hmm. you know, for winning that. But um, it, it was a special feeling. Um, I think on the radio I said it was kind of like a bit of a surreal kind of moment, kind of weird too, because you know last year there wasn't a whole lot of fans there. But you know, I, it, it was still special. Yeah. And uh, coach, you mentioned
2: that this is the the longest uh, running tournament in in the state. Uh, there there is something really truly special about this event.
7: I, mean, I, I think it's cat by the Hall of Fame. I know we both scout a lot of different holiday tournaments. We we both held some. This this one is this one is very much a tournament feel, a sectional feel, especially with the local mm-hmm. with the local community schools, county schools and, and then to have the Hall of Fame so you see the history come back. Right. And just the history in the program every year from those all conference or all tournament teams from years past. It's awesome. And now, I'm getting to the point as an assistant head coach where some of those years are rolling back around. Like, oh, boy, we're ready to that year. <laughs> but it's the way the communities come together and just the success, not only the basketball success, but all those Hall of Fame inductees that went on to have unbelievable success all across the country and world. So it's very, very special when you get to see those faces and names come back and, and the different communities celebrate them. Right. It's awesome. Well, not
2: not only is, is that uh, fantastic, but for the event as a whole, Tyler, and you had talked about how it was a – kind of an odd feeling last year that you win that championship and was at you know certainly less than capacity i mean the numbers weren't there and you know this year you know everybody's you know the gym's the gym's wide open we hope that there are tons of butts in the seats and and it's going to be nice to be playing in front of a big crowd in this particular tournament
8: yeah and you know and first thing i thought of you know he was talking about how special this moment is and how it's a sectional feel uh you i feel like you know, you start seeing people in the stands that you don't see in a regular game. Yeah. You know, because it is the Ripley County tournament. Uh-huh. Um, it was kind of, are uh, we at a JV tournament at Tyson Activity Center, which, you know, the old uh, Tyson gym yeah, and
2: the Gus Morehead tournament. It, yeah, yes, yeah.
8: yes, and that, and it was really kind of, I don't want to say special, but just kind of neat to see certain people that I haven't really seen at a regular game. They showed up to that JV tournament just because it was at Tyson. And then I was talking to some of the older Older people in, in that uh, in that community, and they were talking about how how special it was because you still had the same people sitting in the exact same yep. spots yep. as they did. I don't know, it was about tw- ten years, eh, probably about thirteen years ago, I think. Oh, wait, it was the last game something like that? Mm-hmm. So twelve. Um, so I, I thought that was pretty cool. But like, like Coach Garrett said, I mean, this is a special time. Uh, fortunately for me, I, I was part of the first two years of having full capacity, so right. you know I, we got to have a feel of that. Um, but no matter what, I, this is just a, a good time for us, a good time for our communities in
2: Ripley County. Well, before we, before we jump back to the Ripley County, and you mentioned Tyson, I mean, I've, I, I've had a lot of, of great memories there, too. But one, I always enjoy going to Tyson when it rained because it rained on top of me because the roof would leak and it would rain and you had to make sure you had to position your equipment yeah. just right so you could it wouldn't short out in the middle of a broadcast with the rain coming in but I love I love that gym Yep, absolutely love that gym I was
8: actually fortunate enough to play in that gym the last year Yeah, um, it was the 7 08 year and I was a junior and we played at Tyson Yeah, uh, so I, so. I guess I can say I'm part of that history a little
7: bit. Coach Garrett, that gym's got a special feel to it, doesn't it? It does. And my coaching career started at South Ripley with an eighth grade team. We played a couple games at at Tyson. Uh And everybody was involved with the band. The Holdsworth did a phenomenal job with the band. And I remember, and I'm like, most of my basketball team was in the band. So Uh it was new to me. Right. What do you mean you have to go to halftime and play in the band? (laughs) (laughs) But for a middle school game, Tyson would be almost full. And we had some battles there with South Ripley. And I remember, I think the last time we were there, is when that big storm went through, and and quite frankly, if if it doesn't make the electric go out, we probably get beat that night, Mm -hmm. but it was about a 25-minute delay, and and we got our wits about us, late game, was able to come back and win, but it was always a battle down there, and just a special, unique place, kind of like Lawrenceburg used to be, right before they renovated that gym, Um, so pretty cool, I had a a JV tournament there, and I know they've done some youth games, my boys have played some youth games there at Tyson, Mm -hmm. so one of the uh, crown jewels of this area for sure yeah well it, it,
2: i'm glad it's still around and still getting some use out of it, it is a neat place uh, let's let's talk a little bit more about uh, the current uh coach garrett your team is three and six your team played three games over the break let's talk first about that non-tournament victory up in liberty against union county you beat the patriots pretty handily there 63 34 what yeah. went
7: well for you that night it was a one-point game with three thirty-seven left in the third wow so the the guys finally, we, we had some defensive pressure go our way. We finally made some baskets, and, and the guys just, I'll put it this way, they finally played, mm-hmm. and what that means is we were still without Cole Werner as far as our point guard, but you've seen guys get more and more comfortable each game, and we, we finally just overwhelmed Union County, who was, who was playing with us up to that point, and some different guys stepped up, which helped us go into Christmas break, and Cole Werner was able to get practices in and then play in the Batesville tournament, which Cole just makes everything easier. Right. He's not going to solve all our issues by any means, um, but he, he makes a lot of things easier in terms of from an experienced point guard position. He's our, he's our heartbeat. Mm. He's, our, he's our, our verbal leader. He's that coach on the floor as he should be as a point guard. Right. And the silver lining is through through the time without him, other guys got different kinds of reps. Right, um, right now we've got, a, we've got a full-time varsity player that probably wouldn't be of cold to stay healthy because I don't know if he would get the reps built to prove sure. himself. So as, as much as my hairline doesn't show it, having some experience in this regard, it's December. Injuries are going to happen. So I'm just thankful for our team, thankful for Cole. It was early December, not late in the year as, as he's a senior. But we've I challenge the guys not just to go through the adversity but grow through the adversity, and mm-hmm. I think we accomplish that task. You followed that up. You hosted uh, the Bulldog tournament on the 30th, uh,
2: beat Waldron in the first game 54-40, to and then lost to a very good Jennings County team 76-53, to
7: which is the, the Panthers are given a lot of teams' fits this year. Yeah, and we just... They they were just shooting it really well. A lot of it on their end, somewhat with our lack of some defensive rotations. Mm-hmm. But it's it was quite impressive to watch on film in terms of some of the shots. They, we want guys mm-hmm. to make... Run them off three-point shot, have to make a move and then shoot a three. They hit those. They hit some tough twos from 16, 18 feet. And, I mean, they shot 50% from three and over 65% from two. Wow. And they're a load. I mean, they're nine deep. Mm-hmm. And you have... You get some guards rotate in, like okay, we we'll have some here. They're not very big; they just space the floor. Um, share the basketball is a fun team to watch in terms they don't really care. It appears even on film as I scout it, they don't care who scores it. Right, so it's it's pretty cool to see a team that deep, that that experienced, that that talented, and they just play. So well, unfortunately, we were on their end of that. Yeah, but they're gonna be a team to watch. Now their their section was awfully tough, but they it'll be a fun one to watch. Yeah. What was the biggest positive you took away from that fourteen tournament? That. It's that regional format, right? If we're mm-hmm. if we're blessed to get through a very tough sectional, then you're into that regional format where you have to bounce back. Mm-hmm. So to see guys and for Cole especially to come back and have his return be a two day, two games in one day, and and Waldron, it's not like we just came in and blew Waldron out. That right. game that game was within three to five possessions most of the most of the game. They played North Harrison to a tie game in the consolation game of the evening before North Harrison got away from him and Then you get hit with Judie's County, right? So just kind of seen some toughness exhibited by some guys and fighting through fatigue and coming together. And quite frankly, we had some shots not go in or we, we would have been in that 13 to 17-point range and be within striking distance of Jennings. Right, Could have very well been 35 or 40 like they've done 17. Sure. So just to see, again, we, I preach every rep's important. we got to stack those reps every single game, no matter what that scoreboard says for that game, because they all become very important in a tournament like what we're going to have this week and obviously at the end of the year so we don't want to waste any reps just because maybe the school board's against us or the other end we're not gonna throw the ball over the place because we're up on a team a lot right so i really like the guy's mindset in that regard
2: speaking with coach aaron garrett of uh, batesville and now with uh, once again coach tyler teasing of south ripley a uh, coach your, your kids are five and four right now you actually had four games over the break and won three uh you started off with a big 68 25 conference win over shaw tell us about the matchup with the toppers
8: oh uh, well it's never easy to play at shaw um you know if I know you've been in that gym before. Yes. Um, small, confined gym where everybody can hear a whisper in there, basically, yes. um, and can get very loud at times yeah. too. Um, I was happy the way we played. Um, the biggest thing I took away from that um, that it, we didn't have to do anything special, mm-hmm. you know, to to extend our lead. We just played man to man, half court, and we were able to extend it because we saw a lot of teams, you know. That, They'll start junking it up with a one through one half court. They'll, they'll I think, Southwestern hand over They extended their press to mm-hmm. a, a, a diamond look, and I was just proud that we could just go and just play our half court and still be able to handle a team. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, that, that was the biggest thing for me because I'm a big defensive guy, even though sometimes a score or, you know, doesn't show that sometimes. Right. But um, you know, we're always preaching to our guys that you know, t- if you take care of the ball. And you play defense and you get stops, you'll be in games. And that's the only thing you, that we try to preach our kids that you can ask for. Like, give yourself a chance to win uh, in the fourth quarter. Um, but, you know, I, I was happy with our performance overall. You followed that up with a
2: uh, tournament at Morristown. And I, I think a lot of people would have liked to have seen uh, South Ripley and Clinton Prairie playing in a different pool. But you go head-to-head and right out of the – and Clinton Prairie is outstanding. And uh, that, that was a, a tough game for you guys, uh, 48-34, the final score. How was, uh, how was the matchup with Clinton Prairie, and, and how did they get it done?
8: Uh, they got it done by scoring the uh, 20, in the paint. They were 20-28 in the paint, and you know, if I, tell any, if I tell that stat to anybody... Uh, They're probably thinking we lost by double digits. But, you know, and I I tell our guys, like, you know, I give you guys credit. You guys grind through a lot of games. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we don't play. We haven't played very well in certain games. And yet you still find find a way to stay in it. Uh, Giving your, uh, yourself a chance to win, but Clinton Prairie is a good team. Um, they, they play a very different style zone that mm-hmm. we are not accustomed to seeing. And to be honest with you, that's the first team that we really saw all year that actually played zone for a significant amount of time. Mm-hmm. Um, going into that game, I, I thought that you know for them being as good as they were, because they were eight and zero going right. into that game, I thought that we had a pretty good chance of winning. The only thing that concerned me was that zone because yeah. they really they played basically a two one two. Uh, that will flatten out to a three-two, and th- those wings really come out and they pressure you. And yeah. it's unorthodox because the rotations are different than what you're accustomed to seeing. And you know, I- I'm sure Coach Garrett, he- I mean, he can attest to this. You know, you try to get your JV guys to try to simulate something like it, right? And it, it just doesn't happen. But right. I mean, uh, Clint Perry, they they did what they had to do to win. Um, we didn't knock down some shots, and I-, I-, I thought we had some good looks, and we had some very uh, timely turnovers that. Really hurt us. Um, I think we have four turnovers in the last four minutes of the game. That mm. turned into, I believe, six, eight points, something like that. Because um, we were up by five somehow, some way. We were up five late in that game, and we just, we just kind of blew it. Yeah. But um, I, I told our guys, and we actually watched that film today because we actually had a good chance to watch it. And and I told them, I said, you know, it, it's one thing if if you know if a team's beating us, but I feel like that we we beat ourselves in that game, right. especially you know not taking care of the ball or missing some nice looks and. Um, it's just part of the game. Sometimes sure. it just doesn't roll our way. And like Coach Garrett was saying, the, the biggest thing is is you just got to learn from it, get better, because at the end of the year is what matters the most. Yeah. Well, you, you guys collected yourselves. You came back and beat Randolph Southern by 13. And
2: then uh, in the fifth place game, beat New Washington, blew them out 63-29. Uh, biggest takeaways from those two games for you were what?
8: Uh, actually, it was a Randolph Southern game that I was more proud of our guys about because mm-hmm. I, I didn't feel like that we were ready to play. Yeah, that first game, um, and a lot of it, again, had to do with that funky zone. You know, we, we weren't accustomed to seeing that, uh, but at that Randolph-Southern game, a lot of people don't – they got three, six, seven kids on that team. Um, some of them very skilled. Um, some of them, you know, that they just – and they're missing their coach, by the way, too. Uh, and, and I told our guys that don't – I don't know if you guys look at their records or not. I'm sure you probably do, but don't pay attention to it because I thought they were a very, very skilled team. They took Covenant Christian down – um, to the fourth quarter, close, nip and tuck about six to eight points in that first game. Right. Covenant Christians, a very good team. Uh, and then I think they finally kind of blew it open by about 13 or 15 points. And I, I was kind of nervous. I was like, man, I'm not, like, this Randolph Southern team, it's a good team, no matter what their record says. And I was proud of our guys, the way that we competed um, and how we were able to take care of the ball much better than we did game, game one. And then uh, New Wash, um, New Wash is. Uh, they got, some, they got some nice pieces. They have a really nice guard. Um, fortunately for us, we were able to just hit a lot of shots, shots that we didn't hit game, or in Game 1 and 2.
2: All right. I have to do a little uh, uh, work here with uh, a station ID so we stay legal and get don't get shut down by the FCC. You're listening to 103.9 WRBI, Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville. All right, this is the complimentary portion of the show. Coaches, I want you to talk a little bit about uh, each is e- the opponent that you're facing. What do you like about the opposition? Coach Garrett, what do you like about Coach Teasing's Raiders?
7: They return a lot of, of experienced guys. Uh, Gentilly, I think, is I just like watching him play. Unfortunately, I haven't like coaching against him the last couple of years. But <laughs> he's just he's just does a lot of good things from that point guard position, and just has that old-school feel for the game. Mm-hmm. Right? He, he makes a lot of things happen. He sees the play ahead of the play. And then Shorty, Shorty's just a load. Um, watched him live in the turkey shootout. He's gotten bigger, faster, stronger, and just can score from anywhere. And he's at that length that's deceiving. So I, I think those two are the ones that really make him go. Ward, the freshman, is, is playing some really impressive good minutes for him. Vols, I think, is, is maybe the unsung guy. That, mm-hmm. that Some of those other guys maybe get more of the headlines, if you will, but I, I, I think he's a tough, tough dude. The Smith kid coming on, got some guys from the bench. So just their, as Coach Teasing will attest, that, that success they've had the last couple of years, those kids learn from that. yeah. And now as, as it's their turn to step up, as especially the seniors, and take on that mantra of, of South Ripley basketball. They're, they're handling it well, and they, they play hard. And that's what's jumped out of me on film, right? That They've gotten punched in the faces like we have at times, mm-hmm. but then they come back. Um, the Franklin County game, for example, Franklin County's really good this year. There could have been times in that game where that, that could have gotten really ugly and they right. came back, tied it up one time, got, got close later until Franklin County pulled away. So just a team that's are a lot like their coach, and I coach against this guy, right? In terms of. Shows <laughs> <"Choose> your age. <laughs> yeah, I can remember vividly as a, as a first year head coach coaching against this, this tough guy sitting beside me, and they, they take on his personality. So uh-huh. it's no surprise to me. They have a lot of grit to them. They, they play really hard nosed and, and play well together, and they're, they're going to be a, a very, very worthy opponent there. I'm going to have to play well to have a chance to win.
8: Coach Teasing, what about Coach Garrett's Bulldogs? Uh, you know, kind of piggybacking off what coach said, the one thing that jumped to me the most on film is how hard they play. You know, we, we've watched, we watched them live. Uh, we watched countless of films on them and it, like he said, they get punched in the face, but they just keep coming at you. Yeah. you know he—he's got Raver, who I can remember co- coaching it to him as a sophomore from his sophomore year to now. He's a senior, who just he, he just plays. Sometimes I I call it reckless, but it, it's controlled reckless. Sometimes yeah. you know you know what I'm saying like it, it, it's kind of hard. Kind of reminds me of like a Troy Williams of IU back in the day kind of thing where. Mm-hmm. There's times he looks like he's out of control, but he's under control. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, and he's he's got a lot of great length, um, and he's I got a, he's got a sophomore. that's playing really well right now. I can't think of Johnson, who's playing really well, shooting the ball really well. Probably the most consistent on their team. Um, he's got Warner coming back, who is a, a veteran. He talked about how he's coming back and helping him be in that that, in that point guard. You know, being that leader, that captain. Um, and you know, he's got a freshman that's playing, who's still trying to figure out the ropes a little bit. But he's a great athlete. Uh, kaiser is his last name i'm not as good as you as names coach i know i know numbers but names kind of slip me sometimes. i can't even call my my own kids by the right name half the time hey 12 um, pride right six seven pride okay um so i mean he's got a lot of nice pieces long um strong you know and and i know that they've been really working hard on that weight room and, and that physicality is always something that worries me. Anytime that we play any school, you know, is that physicality. And I think they're very physical. I think they do a great job at getting downhill, getting to the rim, finishing at the rim. Uh-huh. Um, I know Raver's really, really good at that and also finishing it really well uh, at the free throw line. So uh, the physicality, like any other time we play an EIA school or, you know, even like a Milan, mm-hmm. um, you know, those football schools, they always kind of worry me. And I, I think that could pose a problem for us.
2: All right, fellas, I really appreciate you coming in uh, during tournament week and uh, wish you all the best for the upcoming Ripley County Tournament. Uh, Coach Teasing, your Raiders will be going back to the floor as uh, the defending champions. Good luck to you. And uh, Coach Aaron Garrett, your kids are going to go back and try to shoot for their first title since 2019. It would be the 11th for you if it worked out that way. So all the best to you folks, and and, uh, congratulations on all of your past success, and we wish you all the best going forward. Thanks, Bryce. Appreciate it. Tyler Teasing, head coach of South Ripley. Aaron Garrett, head coach of the Batesville Bulldogs. And we are back with uh, Coach Clint Bowman. Of Jacksonville. Right after this commercial timeout, you're listening to Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza on 103.9 WRBI.
0: Chocolate, caramel, lava Bunk. cake. Chocolate, caramel, lava bun cake. Chocolate, caramel, lava buncake. cake. Isen's Family Pizza has a new amazing chocolate caramel lava butt cake. you got to try one of our personal-sized chocolate butt cakes with warm caramel center topped with chopped pecans. Yummo! Stop in at Ison's Family Pizza downtown on George Street for Batesville the best pizza and for our awesome desserts. 812-933-0333 or Ison'sFamilyPizza.com.
3: As COVID 19 continues to affect our community, Margaret Mary Health
2: encourages you to help them slow the spread of this dangerous virus. Studies show unvaccinated adults have a 10 times greater risk of hospitalization than those who are vaccinated
3: for COVID 19. Whether in need of your first dose, or your booster dose. The shot is available for free at their Occupational Health and Wellness Center located in
0: Batesville. To schedule an appointment, call 812-932-5105.
1: You are tuned to Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza at 103.9 WRBI.
2: Welcome back to the Ripley County Basketball Tournament Preview Show. Thanks again to Aaron Garrett and Tyler Teasing, boys coaches for Batesville and South Ripley respectively for joining me tonight on Coach's Corner right here at Ison's Family Pizza in Batesville. Our show is also brought to you in part by Great Plains Communications, Hurt and Elko, Margaret Mary Health, and Bruns Gutswiller. Our final coach tonight hails from Jackson Dell High School. His Eagles will be taking on Milan in the second game on Wednesday night in Batesville and it's a game you can hear on WRBI around 7.30 or so. It is coach clint bowman coach good evening to you
9: good to see you bryce great it, to be here
2: it is good to have you here and uh, as i've asked all the other coaches before we get into basketball tell me a little bit about your holiday break not basketball related stuff but uh of a personal nature how did it go
9: yeah it was great uh it was the first christmas in a long time that my my sister moved home this summer from texas so wow uh she moved down there with us a, a, a few years after my wife and i moved to dallas and then uh she she stayed a few years after we moved back home so we had everybody together, and of course, my kids got spoiled to death. Um, so it was a good time—eat e- eat a lot, and <laughs> lay around, and watch basketball. It does not get much better. So,
2: oh, and did you did you get to see Jerry World while you while you were in Dallas?
9: Yeah, they they built that while I was down there, and I got to, I was fortunate enough to go to a, a, a Cowboys preseason game, and then the year the Colts won the Super Bowl uh, was the first uh, game I actually get went to. The uh, Colts came into Dallas nine and zero and got beat. But we got the last laugh there, and and, and, uh, and or that excuse me, that was uh the, the year they lost the Super Bowl, so um to the to the Saints. So um anyway, got to got to see see that that stadium. It's pretty unbelievable. Yeah. You know, it's pretty unbelievable how uh, and now they're building those kind of all over. So I know.
2: Now I heard a rumor that you were that you were trying to get the uh, same video board installed at Jacksonville. Is there any truth to
9: that? Hmm. We we need a lot of other things before we get a an eighty yard long video board. So um, it, it is. It's such an impressive stadium. I, I remember going on the tour and you know they're they're saying you know those speakers up there the, the size of a, of a of a school bus and they just look like little. You know, you know, like little boxes up there. Yeah. So very <laughs> impressive place.
2: No question about it. Well, Coach, uh, excuse me. You're in your second season coaching with the Eagles. Very successful season last year, going 15 and 8. Uh, and as far as the Ripley County tournament goes, unfortunately, that wasn't a win for you guys. You did not make it to the finals, and then got beat by uh, Tyler Teasing South Ripley Raiders, 85 53 in the <laughs> finals. Uh, but with your first year coaching in this historic tournament, how was it for you?
9: It was a lot of fun. You know, I, I had the opportunity the year before to, to coach with Coach Smith with the girls. And, uh, you know, we were able to win that year. And, uh, you know, that brought a lot, brought back a lot of memories of when I was in high school. And uh, we won the Ripley County Tourney at Batesville when I was a junior. Um, so, you know, to, to, to be able to cut down the nets again and then get the, the fire trucks out uh-huh. and go on a tour. And, uh, you know, it's kind of a big deal down our way. So uh, it was really neat. And, you know, obviously last year didn't go quite the way we had had planned after playing one of our better games uh, of the season to be to be Milan there in the first game so um you know lots of memories of the tournament um some good some bad maybe i remember the bad ones more and maybe that's why i ended up as a coach uh yeah i'll never forget brad borgman hitting a, a turnaround shot to beat us my senior year at batesville we had beat him the first game of the year right and, and uh you know he, he was a really really good player and and uh so and you now it's cool it's kind of come full circle i have you know his nep- nephew is on the team now and so, uh, yeah, lots of memories, and some good, some bad. They're all, all fun. You, I mean,
2: you, you bring, you're bringing up several things in theme that uh, all the other coaches have talked about. It's, you know, this is a tournament that, that galvanizes the community. It's something that, that uh, you know, that everybody looks forward to every year. You will see people come to this game that you may not see at any other game. It is just truly a special event.
9: Yeah, I mean, like some of the other coaches, uh, you know, I was listening earlier. Um, you know, it's the longest-running tournament in the, in the state of Indiana, and, uh, you know, the, the, the Hall of Fame being connected to it mm-hmm. and, and seeing the players, you know, you know, past and present come back, you know, it seems like it, it is a big deal for the community. And, you know, especially now that, you know, it, it used to be an expanded format a little bit and now just being the, the, the county everybody's connected in this community right um everybody knows everybody everybody knows everybody (laughs) i I used to think i was related to everybody around here but then i got down to osgood and and so i gotta really be careful who i talk about down that way so um but yeah it's just really neat and in the the girls tournament along with it, it it's just a really cool atmosphere and and hopefully this year we you know i hope everybody comes out and and really packs the the gym and i hope we have big student sections and because you know the kids really deserve it especially after last year
2: no question and, and and it was really i mean it was it was almost heartbreaking you go into, especially the bigger games when he said this gym should be full and, yeah. and you've got you know a smattering of people sitting in and you just see empty seat after empty seat. it was depressing almost
9: yeah we i mean we had to play two road games last year you know we had to go two mile in the first game who was really really good and and uh, probably played our best game of the year. Hardly anybody there to see it. You yeah. know? And then you know, we then we got to play at South Ripley to, to win it. And and uh, you know, that was maybe one. I was glad there wasn't a lot of people there because yeah. that, that that was pretty <laughs> brutal. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, it has. It's been a while since Jacksonville has taken home the title. Last time was in 2007. Uh, your Jacksonville has been in the finals recently, of course, uh, last year and in 2018. Uh, your team certainly currently has the makeup. Of being able to uh, take home the hardware, uh, it's, it's it's a pretty good group that you have.
9: Yeah, I think you know it's for our community, our school. It's been too long. You know, we we've, we've had good teams. You know, the 0809 teams were you know some of the best teams in the state, and you know you got Colt Ryan and, right. and the Batesville team. They're right. in in the way. And
2: oh yeah, what did see? Batesville won one, two, three, four, five, mm-hmm. six, seven. That was in the middle of a of an eight eight. Uh, tournament winning streak there you're talking about
9: yeah they they had a great run they've been the bully of the tournament you know that they're you're the they're the big boys in the county and uh you know we we just love having a crack at them but uh yeah we we certainly feel like we should probably be the favorite um but we know that that puts a target on our back and Mm -hmm. and we welcome that and you know i i think it's gonna you know kind of galvanize the team uh, and we're, I think we're going to come out and be ready to play. So it, it should be a good tournament.
2: Well, there is one major difference between you and the other three teams. And that is that you guys did not play in a holiday tournament.
9: Is that to your advantage or not? <laughs> well, uh, it it kind of just happened. We, uh, you know, I, we've been I've been around since this group of seniors was in seventh grade around Jacksonville. And, uh-huh. and we've kind of been anticipating the season. And, uh, so we kind of kept playing around with the schedule and I wanted to play some bigger schools. So we decided to get out of the holiday tournament that we had been playing in because we play some of those teams already over at right. Edinburgh. Right. And, uh, so we picked up Jennings County. We, we, we got South Decatur back on the schedule. Uh, we had North Davies was going to come up and play who I knew was going to be really good. And it's right. currently the number one team in one a, um, that didn't quite work out the way we planned, so uh, we kind of threw it out there, and you know, we thought, should we try to maneuver something to get in a tournament, maybe drop a game, or right. should we just see what's out there? And then Richmond wanted to play, so when they when they decided to play, um, and they would only play us on one particular night, um, we knew we were going to have a, a long break. Um, so we have not played in a long time. It, right. I, it seems like a different season to me. Um, it was like the sixth
2: the sixteenth. Is that all right? right?
9: And that game got moved up a day or two because of a conflict that they had had that they had they had broached to us in the summer. So yeah, it'll be a, a one day short of three weeks. Um, is it a detriment or not? You know, I guess it depends how we come out on Wednesday. But I, I know our kids are chomping at the bit. You know, we, we're 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 ready to go. We're tired of each other. Uh, <laughs> I was I was very cognizant of practice over that over the two weeks of christmas you know we got it we got a three-day weekend right. we got a four-day weekend um tried to keep it short tried to change it up because um, i really didn't want it you don't want it to be dragging you know i right. just always want them having to do a little more you want them to you know i just want to come back tomorrow right. uh and not not the other way to where it starts feeling like a job so um i had a good practice today um so we're, we're healthy everybody's the, the vibe around the team is good um so I, I think we're ready. Now, are we going to do this again next year, Bryce? I don't think so. We're, <laughs> gonna, we're definitely going to play somewhere, somebody over Christmas break next year, I promise you. No. Well, I'm, I'm
2: kind of excited you have Jennings County on the schedule. We actually have that coming up. Uh, it's a week from Wednesday, if I'm not mistaken. Wednesday night games, that sound right?
9: Yeah, it's it's next Wednesday uh, down there. It's a home and home, so we'll, they're going to come up to, to Osgood next year. Uh-huh. Um, you have know, a really good team. I've seen them play a couple times in person. Got to, got to see them play Batesville the other night. Um, yeah, they're going to pose a lot of challenges, but um, you know that's something I learned from Coach Combs, who who wasn't able to make it tonight. Was right. you know uh, you know don't be afraid to play anybody, anywhere, anytime. And and, the, and that was kind of the, the mantra that I put out there when I got got the job last year. And, and we certainly have uh, tried to live up to that. And right. uh, and and we think the these tough games. We've had a really tough schedule here. The first seven games, and, and we got you know we have Jennings and Greensburg and Lawrenceburg, um, you know, coming up. So. Uh, we just hope those are going to pay off, uh, you know, in the county attorney this week, and in our in our conference games later in the year, and then you know, ultimately in the sectional when right. we have to go up to Southwest Shelby and in. And, and try to really do what our ultimate goal is. Yeah,
2: I'm glad you brought up Coach Combs and I, I want to mention this for those that are listening. Uh, we have not had the Milan coaches on tonight and this is due to scheduling issues. Uh, coach Combs let us know uh, early on that he was not going to be able to go because they were back in school and his practice, practice time happened to be at the same time uh, during Coach's Corner and Carissa Voss, the girls coach, had every intention of coming to the show tonight but there was some illness involved with uh, some of the coaches in the lower levels of the program and she had to go step in and fill in that role so unfortunately she could not be here either, but... Uh. Yeah,
9: I, w- I was really looking forward to, to having Coach Combs here. Uh, he, he was the coach at Milan when I played, uh, you know, back in the late 90s there at, at Batesville, and, and uh, you know, he, he had a good game plan. He shut me down there a couple times. I, <laughs> I Maybe I wasn't too hard to shut down. Maybe that was part of it, but... Uh, and then when I got back, moved back here to Indiana and, and, and got over to Jacksonville, I was the 8th grade coach a couple years, and, and, and Randy was coaching the 8th the grade there, so we got to kind of rekindle and talk about the old games right. and and, you know, now we've both cut and moved back. He's obviously the second round as the head coach, and, and I'm just a newbie here. So <laughs> it's been really neat to get to know him. And, um, you know, he's just such a great guy and has a great family and, and you know, knows more about basketball than – or he's forgot more about basketball than I'll ever know. So I uh, wish he was here, but you know he's he's in the gym getting better. And here I am talking to you, Bryce.
2: <laughs> well, I'm I'm sorry you're stuck with me. Uh, you can talk to him about his Canadian fishing trip sometimes too. Um, your team is five and two so far. Some I mean some really really impressive wins on this schedule. We had you for the opener against uh, South Ripley. You won by seven. You had we had the two overtime game against Batesville. Uh, you had that high scoring shootout against South Decatur. That was a regulation game that saw 166 points scored uh you beat north by 12 north decatur that is and then um you handed a very good southwestern team its first loss of the season down at their place by eight i mean that's that's a pretty impressive slate of wins so far for your boys
9: yeah if i mean if you go by the the sagarin rankings of of, of of strength of schedule we have like the fifth or sixth toughest schedule so far for what you know schools our size and and i only anticipate that getting higher uh, as we play some of these even uh, even bigger better teams so right. Um, you know, we, you know, we've had only two home games out of the five, uh, out of the seven. Um, you know, obviously we were on the road twice this week again, right. we were on the road, the next two. So, um, it has not been easy. That That's for sure. So to, 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 be sitting five and two, um, you know, ultimately I, we had a chance to win all seven games. Um, you know, we had a chance to, to hit a shot, to go up on South Dearborn down there, which is really, really good. Yes, they are. Um, you know, we, we had the opportunity um and that and that's what i call is opportunity to go play at richmond which is one of the you know mm-hmm. just one of the coolest gyms in the state of indiana and you know we're, we're winning that game by five with two minutes to go we just kind of let it go so um you know a couple games i thought we we should have could have won uh-huh. but you know those first two games of the year we could have should have lost yeah. you know so uh you know maybe it all evens out um the basketball
2: gods giveth, the basketball <laughs> gods taketh away.
9: Yeah, 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 definitely. So it, it's been fun, you know. I I wanted to challenge them and you know and see see what they're made of. So um, we're you know we're never going to be afraid to play anybody, um, and in this season especially with the senior group that I have and the couple juniors that are, that are chipping in, um, I, I I promise you we would have played anybody this year. Anybody who was willing to play us, we would have went. <laughs> Uh, we're we're not afraid to go and, and and maybe take one on the chin either. So yeah. um, it only makes you better in the end. So no,
2: no question. Well, your next game is the one that uh, I know that you've been very focused on, and that is the aforementioned Ryland, uh, Randy Combs and his Milan Indians. Uh, what do you like about Coach Combs' team this year?
9: Well, they're always going to play really tough. You know, they're going to be strong. Uh, they're going to play discipline, and, and you know they're going to get better throughout the season. You know, we played them this summer, and and and. You know, coach comes he's like well you see where we're starting and, and I knew what he meant was that you know we're gonna be they're gonna be better the next time you see them you know mm-hmm. and so and they have been I've, I've watched you know quite a few of their games and and they're always improving they're going to be physical team like all the Milan teams always are um, you know the, just with the football mentality that they got have over there so um
2: well you know he was a defensive coordinator for uh, the Milan football team
9: yeah, it I, wasn't a very good one, but uh, well, uh, you said that. not said me, that, so. I said
2: that for you, coach. <laughs> <laughs>
9: yeah. So, so we we just you know completely different team than last year, and that was probably the most challenging thing, thing for him. You know, you know, we, we always have veteran teams that move on, but you know, Co- you know, Milan, all of their kids graduated, all like right. all, all of them. So um, to start with, uh, just totally fresh, with a whole new group of, of, of kids that haven't played at that varsity level. I don't care how good you are, how old you are, it's a jump, you know, and every time you make a jump at each level, it takes an adjustment period to adjust to the speed and, and so on and so forth. So um, we know we're going to have to play well. We know we're going to have to be play physical and, uh, you know, and, and hopefully get up and down the floor and, and uh, you know, and get a W. So Well, Coach,
2: in 2021, your team was the bridesmaid. Maybe in 2022 you'll be the bride, and if so, it'll be the first win for Jackson since 2007. We appreciate you coming in tonight and all the best to you.
9: Yeah, I appreciate you being here and uh, we're we're really looking forward to Wednesday, trust me. Three weeks off was was just too long. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Coach. Yep, thank you.
2: Clint Bowman, head coach of the Jackson Eagles. I'll be back to close out the show in just a moment. You're listening to Coach's Corner on Country 103.9 WRBI.
0: Chocolate Caramel Lava bun cake. Chocolate caramel lava buncake. Chocolate caramel lava buncake. Ison's Family Pizza has a new amazing chocolate caramel lava butt cake. Got to try one of our personal sized chocolate butt cakes with warm caramel center topped with chopped pecans. Yum-o! Stop in at Ison's Family Pizza downtown on George Street for for the best pizza and for our awesome desserts. 812-933-0333 or Ison'sFamilyPizza.com. Nothing brings the
4: family together like a home-cooked meal. Let Whirlpool and Maytag appliances help you handle what the day brings. From smart cooking to dependable dishwashers, Garing's has it all. With the largest selection of Whirlpool and Maytag appliances in the area, you're sure to find the perfect appliance for your cooking needs. Shop for the best appliances with the latest features at Garing's today. Whirlpool and Garing's, 316 North Main, Batesville.
1: Back to more Coaches Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza on 103.9 WRBI.
2: Before I close the show tonight, I'd like to thank Cecil Ison and the staff here at Ison's Family Pizza for being such great hosts. Our other wonderful sponsors as well, including Garings Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Great Plains Communications, Hurton Elko, Margaret Mary Health, and Bruns Gutswiller. A big thanks to John Heil for engineering the show at the studio, and uh, to my uh, Boys basketball, or excuse me, girls basketball, are my coaches tonight uh, from Batesville, Brian Helvey and Aaron Garrett, from Jackson Dell, Scott Smith and Clint Bowman, and from South Ripley, Matt McNew and Tyler Teasing. And once again, due to uh, scheduling conflicts, unfortunately, the Milan coaches, uh, Carissa Voss uh, for the girls, and Randy Combs of the boys could not join us this evening, but uh, uh, we certainly... Uh, uh, hope the, and wish them the very best of luck as well. Our tournament coverage begins tomorrow night in Osgood for the girls tournament. It's Jacksonville versus Milan at six, followed by Batesville and South Ripley. And then uh, Wednesday night, it's the boys tournament first round from Batesville. Same schedule, Jacksonville and Milan game one, Batesville-South Ripley game two. Our pregame coverage both nights should begin around 545. That will do it for me, Bryce Kendrick, sitting in for the Hall of Famer, Coach Ron Raver and his Hall of Fame wife, Sally. I'll be back at 6 a.m. tomorrow with a fresh look at local sports and in studio at 12 noon to take you through your afternoon until then enjoy your evening and thank you so much for listening to coach's corner on country 103.9 wrbi Join us again
1: next time for another edition of Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza. And check out our Coach's Corner podcast archives online at wrbiradio.com from 103.9 WRBI, Batesville, Greensburg, Brookville, Versailles.